Welcome to the St. James Parish Podcast. Enjoy sermons, lectures, and special presentations from St. James Episcopal Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. Curious about what else St. James has to offer? Visit our website, linked in the show notes, to learn more. God of mercy, God of grace, show the brightness of thy face. I can't speak for all of you, but I'd be willing to bet that most, if not all of you, at some point before now this morning have looked at your phone, have noticed the headlines, have checked in on the news of the day. I once read that we should never view the Bible as a footnote for the news of the day. Instead, quite the opposite. We are much better off when the headlines serve as a footnote to what we hear, to what we see and learn in Scripture. So if that's true, then what might we discover as today's headline? Well, how about this? Unnamed Canaanite mother described by Jesus Christ as having great faith. That's a pretty good headline, don't you think? And it's true. Do you remember just last Sunday when Peter himself right after he fell into the water, was told by Jesus he had very little faith? Well, here we are just a week later, and now an anonymous woman in a foreign land who isn't even Jewish is affirmed by Jesus Christ for her great faith. Yes, this morning we have the story of a woman who couldn't care less about the cultural politics or the religious division in her world, a woman who cared only about her daughter, a woman who recognized Jesus Christ for who and what he was, what he is, a woman who can remind us this morning of what faith and and prayer and love look like when we're faced with real and personal adversity. So lately here in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus has been doing a lot of things that to others seem out of the ordinary, befuddling perhaps. In today's passage, we learn that Jesus and his disciples have left the region of Galilee And they've traveled way up north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. This is northwest of the Sea of Galilee, where most of Jesus' ministry has been taking place. It's near modern-day Lebanon. And it's important to remember that this region was home to the ancient enemies of Israel, the Canaanites. Yes, the Canaanites were the ones that Israel had battled thousands of years ago, going all the way back in the Old Testament to Joshua and the Israelites' entrance into the Promised Land. So, to his disciples, and certainly to most folks who read Matthew's gospel, Jesus' decision to go up to that region would have been alarming. At best, this region was, as a teenager might say, sketchy. At worst, it was hostile, even dangerous territory, and especially for a faithful, practicing Jew. So let's be clear. Good folks didn't go here to visit. This wasn't a vacation spot for folks down in Israel. I wonder, at some point in your life, have you ever found yourself in a location way out of your comfort zone? And if so, then I think you might, with me, appreciate how those small-town disciples felt that afternoon in Tyre and Sidon. They were nervous, They were kind of edgy about being there at all. Even with Jesus as their leader, 
And it didn't take long before their anxieties were brought to bear. Suddenly, a seemingly crazy woman comes up, a Canaanite, of course, literally shouting at Jesus about her demon-tormented daughter. Can't you imagine that this woman was the perfect example of every preconceived prejudice and notion that those disciples had about this region and about the people who lived there? After all, she was loud. She spoke out of turn. She spoke out of place. She followed no custom or manner. Not to mention, there was a demon in her family. Don't they all have demons in their family? One of the disciples probably thought along the way. And Jesus? Well, Matthew tells us that Jesus said nothing at all. Now, that might have made the disciples imagine that he was on the same page with them at this point, wondering how to be removed from this awkward encounter. So here's a side note for us to remember this morning. When we choose to be silent about something very important, others will be glad to speak for us. Can we please get rid of this loud woman, the disciples say? Can we just send her away? And then Jesus says this, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. Now, to the disciples, that might have sounded like Jesus was agreeing with them, that Jesus was saying, yes, I do agree. Let's get rid of her, because when it comes to our ministry, this woman certainly doesn't count. Now, I'm not saying that that's exactly what Jesus meant. I wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know if even the woman heard what Jesus had to say at that point. Either way, and this is important, she was not to be dismissed. Instead, she assumes a posture of worship. She recognizes who this person is in front of her. Matthew says she came and she knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, help me. Now, if I didn't know this story and you were telling it to me for the first time about a woman and her ill daughter and how she came to Jesus and, and you asked me to fill in how I thought the rest of the story would go, I think I would probably remember the time that Jesus had little children coming to him, right? Those same disciples scolded people for wanting Jesus to bless them, but he corrected his disciples and said, no, no, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. And he placed his hands on him and blessed them. You remember that story. That's how I might have imagined this story developing. And that's not at all what happened. The woman came to Jesus and begged him to heal her daughter. And Jesus said, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Wow. What a response from Jesus. And then, and this is important, what a bold and wise response back from this woman. Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Something happens here in the story that we're listening to today. We could spend hours and many, many sermons pondering whether this woman taught Jesus something, or this woman changed Jesus' mind, if Jesus' mind could be changed, or if his seemingly harsh comments and actions were because he was tired, or he'd had a long day, or they were intended only to broaden the narrow minds of his disciples who had only on their mind the people of Israel. We don't know. What we do know, though, is in this moment, 
Jesus Christ commended a seemingly insignificant human being far outside his religious, far outside his cultural circles for the strength of her faith in him. And her daughter was healed. And in healing her daughter, I believe Jesus made something very clear. The love, the healing, the sustaining grace of God Almighty would now be available to everyone, everyone, every single person, period. So maybe the lesson of our story this morning, the primary reason why Matthew wrote it down and was ensured included in the gospel, is to challenge his readers, to challenge you, to challenge me, to think about what it means to imitate Jesus to be willing to extend the gospel to all people, and especially starting with the ones who, forever, whatever the reason, we might at first glance consider unworthy? Who might we consider, in the course of a day, unworthy? I use that word because there's this prayer in the right one liturgy. Maybe you know it well. It's called the prayer of humble access. And every time we offer this prayer, I think of this woman that we see today. Feel free to join with me in these words, if you wish. We are not so worthy as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Yes, always to have mercy. My friends, if we want to be like our Lord Jesus, to be open to God's Spirit, so let's begin that work then with our own humility, and then be willing to change everything if that's what it takes to be loving toward every person we meet. To an unnamed, unimportant, seemingly insignificant person today, Jesus Christ says, Woman, great is your faith. Not because she was worthy of it, but because she needed Jesus, and she knew it, and she stood her ground when everything and everyone was telling her to give up. Sure, this might not be the most important story in the world ever, in the grand scheme of things. It's not a new story. It won't show up trending on your feed today as you scroll through. However, think of this. Think of how many people are going to hear this story of this woman today. Thanks to our common lectionary, Christians all around the world, people of all races, people of all nations, young, old, poor, and rich, well, and sick, people like you, people like me, people who might be a little unsettled by the headlines in the news these days. Yes, all around the world today, people are hearing about this Canaanite woman whose name we don't even know, who showed us what it means to have great faith. Maybe this story is the most important story in the world today, the very one that should be given the headlines. And I, for one, am thankful that we've heard about her, that we've heard the story today together. Thanks be to God. Amen.